you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer this is affordable interior design the podcast here's your host betsy hellman hello everybody i hope you've survived the first month of school i hope that you are ready for fall and i hope there's no second wave of this crazy pandemic because i miss people I miss you guys. I want to meet with people again. I want a hug. Does anybody else want a hug? The good thing is my husband gives the best hugs. The bad thing is whenever I run into somebody on the street with our masks, somebody I've met once, somebody I've met lots of times, my kids, friends, parents, I just want to hug them. The other day, we do have like two other kids that we hang out with without masks, like our safe couples, there's two, um, that sort of behave the way we do. My husband and I are very conservative. Like we're hardly going anywhere. When I did go to Rhode Island, I wasn't eating out. Uh, The most I would do is get takeout and carry it back to our um, Airbnb in Jamestown, Rhode Island. I mean, we are really paranoid. I had a scratchy throat. I quarantined myself for four days. I lived out of the storefront, which uh, which is a challenge when you have two huge windows on Main Street and you're walking around in your onesie. But um, leave it to an interior designer to turn a storefront into a fort, even when you're feeling like you might have COVID. The only problem is the storefront does not have a shower, and so it smelled a little gamey. But luckily, it turned out I didn't have COVID, but all that is to say that I am being very conservative. And my family is really not seeing anyone or doing anything, and it's making me feel so lonely. And so it's nice to have this outlet of talking to you guys. Maybe you're feeling lonely too. I know that when I listen to podcasts as much as I do, I devour them like potato chips. And during this time of loneliness, I've been listening even more than I usually do. But unfortunately, people are putting out even less, maybe due to, you know, the restraints. Most of their podcasts are much more, you know, difficult to produce than mine with interviews and, uh, you know, backstories and journalism. So I'll crank these out for you because I love you and because... We all need a little content right now. I sure do. 
Well, all right, let's let's look to other things, shall we? Let's look to your questions, which have been rolling in and always bring me so much joy. The first question today comes from Mindy, and Mindy writes, Betsy, I discovered your podcast a few weeks ago, and I've nearly listened to every episode. Your book is on its way, and I'm making your way through your three online classes. My husband and I are currently building our first home, which we hope will be ready in November. It's been a huge effort, but your content is helping me get a grasp on how to achieve the interior that I want. Thank you so much for that. We live in LA and will be going for an indoor-outdoor family-friendly feel. I don't have kids yet, but we are planning for it. Our two words are modern farmhouse, but that doesn't really account for our love of round edges, sculptural pieces, funky shapes, and wow pieces. Plus, I love the outdoors and earthiness. I like an organized, pared-down boho space, but I'm trying to restrain the use of my rattan and cane. Some design inspirations of ours come from the Santa Monica Proper Hotel, Ginny Kane, and Leanne Ford's Crate and Barrel collaboration. Ginny Kane is too pricey for us, and while all the neutral palette is gorgeous, I can't imagine it's too durable for a young family who plans on hosting friends from time to time. We are thinking of getting some Leanne pieces, such as the cane barrel chair and the coffee table. We love those fat circular legs. We are also planning on getting the Dune neutral sofa from Made in Home. Have you heard much about it? Other thoughts on retailers with this kind of look that are high quality and good value. I love a lot at Urban Outfitters and Anthropology, but they're not cheap and I worry about the quality. Do you have thoughts on that? I haven't heard you talk too much about California style. I know you're on the East Coast. So I just wanted to hear who your favorite value retailers are that have a more breezy and youthful California feel. Thank you so much, Mindy. Well, Mindy, you'd be surprised, but we actually do design in California quite a bit. I designed like three California spaces just last month. We do a lot of work virtually, especially when our clients move from the East Coast to the West Coast, but also people just find us all over. So we work really throughout the United States, although in person, we of course primarily work on the East Coast. Now, I want to challenge your two-word phrase. You called it modern farmhouse. Now, the two-word phrase consists of one style word and one feeling word. And the feeling word means how you want to feel in the space, how you want your guests to feel when they walk in. The style word relates to one of those formalized design styles that has a definition. You, however, have used two style words in your two-word phrase. Both modern and farmhouse are styles, unless you want it to feel like a farm when your clients walk in. You want there to be flies and the smell of manure and maybe some homegrown veggies on the counter. Anyway, that is not a feeling word. So first thing you must do is choose your style word and your feeling word. And for me, just because you want something to reflect the outdoors, just because you want natural elements like rattan and cane does not immediately equate to farmhouse. When I think farmhouse, I think rustic, right? Like exposed wood grain, um, burlap, open weave linen, these kinds of natural textures that have a rough hewn or rustic look about them. 
versus natural textures that can look quite polished, like a woven cane, right? So you will find that this style that you're describing is actually available at lots of different retailers because it's quite popular right now. These natural light wood touches, the woven materials, the hearkening to the out of doors, people are moving away from those dark woods and moving towards something that feels a little bit more light and less processed. There are lots of good stores to achieve this look. One that really appeals to some of my California clients has lately been Citizenry. Have you heard of that store? That has a lot of textiles and accents. It doesn't have so many big pieces of furniture that I gravitate towards. But sometimes those small touches are really what can give the style to the space. So I would recommend looking there. Check out Citizenry. There's also... Um, some really interesting touches like that at Crate and Barrel, as you listed. But also, if you look at um, Article, they have some really nice pieces, especially in their outdoor collection. Target has got a really interesting line that borders on boho uh, and, of course, is, is much more affordable. You should also look at, hold on, I'm just looking up. I'm looking at an outdoor space that I recently did for a client. Oh, let's see what we used. Bailey Street Home has been beautiful for light fixtures. There are touches at our house, A-R-H-A-U-S, that have that vibe. The key is to look around at lots of different retailers. You know, I'm always liking certain things at one place for instance, citizenry, right? I love their pillows. I love their accent tables, but they don't really have big furniture pieces that I think are special enough to merit the price point. There's Polly and Bark. There's France and Son that have lots of trendier items that reflect what's currently going on. And then, of course, there's Crate and Barrel's little sister, CB2, which is always on the pulse of what's happening. And this California style is happening right now. My favorite thing to do is to mix this kind of light wood, natural style with elements of black that can ground it a little bit more and have it go a little bit more sophisticated rather than going a little too boho and handmade. Of course, another beautiful element to bring in is natural macrame. And my favorite place to find that kind of woven fiber and really unique pieces is to look at Etsy. They have tremendous vendors who are making really special things and the price points are much cheaper than you would find at a retailer. So I hope that helped. I hope that inspired you. And when I'm looking for something that aligns with a style, I don't necessarily just plug in the name of a retailer and shop their catalog. Instead, I will type in exactly what I'm looking for. Woven ottoman. Light wood rattan light fixture. I'll put in Google and see what I can find. And I'm often quite surprised by the new vendors that I discover. I hope you'll be surprised too. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? 
Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. So my next question comes from Vincent. Vincent writes, hello. To start, yes, I'm only 14, but it would be my dream to work as an interior designer. I heard about your quiz and it does mention that I am the perfect fit for the academy. But what are your requirements? Age? Cost? I'm hoping to find something, anything, that will help with my skills until I hopefully look further into an interior design career. Thank you, Betsy. First of all, Vincent, can I just tell you I'm very proud of you? To be 14 and already have a clear vision as to what you want to do is amazing. It is a springboard to the rest of your life. And while I can't imagine having designed since I was 14, I would want to have had other life experiences and I feel really great that I've had a myriad of different work experiences mostly in food service, but that has allowed me to understand people so well in this field and to adapt to lots of different clients. But I also worked at theaters. I worked in a modeling agency as a booker. I want you to have other experiences too. So while I'm proud that you've honed in on this, make sure you stay a little open too. I don't remember what I thought I was going to do at 14, but uh, it wasn't interior design. Now, I do think it's such a cool opportunity for you to take a deeper dive, but the academy is unfortunately not the right place for you. You do need to be 18 years old to join the academy. And Vincent is referring to my interior design training program. It's a course I developed almost a year ago now. Um, and I created it because you guys were asking me, how do I become an interior designer? Going back to four-year school, even two-year school does not feel like the right fit for me. Uh, when I looked at their curricula, I discovered that it wasn't even things that I would be applying if I wanted to be a residential, which means homes, uh, retail, which means stores that currently exist and not exclusively custom, interior designer. And I had a training program already created for designers who worked for me because I realized that even designers who came from school did not know what the heck they were talking about. They were picking things that were totally disproportionate. They were choosing items that would not fit in the space or allow for ample walkways. They were all over the place with their color palettes and their price points. They didn't know the first thing about measuring for window treatments and it was freaking distressing. So I created a training program because I was like, 
you know, I could hire people who've been to school and I can hire people who haven't been to school and both will succeed at the same rate. I will have to train them both as extensively. So I might as well just create a program. So after many people from the podcast asked me about this program, I released it publicly last year. After revamping it so that it includes business modules that will help you to launch your thing. You, Vincent, dear Vincent, are not ready to launch your thing. This could be a side hustle. This could be fun for family and friends, but I don't want it to take away from other opportunities for you, like school, like internships, like your first job at the local steakhouse, serving up steaks and meeting people and learning how to be in this world, right? Now, I do think you could take my online classes, which are much more affordable, and you can find on my website at affordableinteriordesign.com backslash classes. There's a set of three, and it will help to give you more insight into the interior design world, give you a better handle of the concepts, but it is for the hobbyist as well as someone slightly more interested. The academy is only for somebody who's ready to start a business who's ready to work for themselves, create their own thing, find their own clients, and start making their own money. I think you could be ready for that soon, Vincent, but not before the age of 18. It is a more robust program that does require dedication, studying, diligence, and you're busy studying something else right now. Uh, And of course, it is more expensive financially. Uh, But check out my online classes and stick with it because I'm so glad that you found podcasts. If I would have had podcasts at 14, it would have helped me to figure out what I wanted to do much faster. I'm not saying bumbling around and trying lots of things is the only way to go because I will never forget. I will never forget. I was working at Tom Felicia as an unpaid intern, and I was working there every gosh darn day. I think I had to get there at like 9 a.m. I stopped working at 5. Uh, and did I mention I was working for free? I know I did, but I just have to say it again because uh, there's no more resentment, but it was pretty intense. <laughs> and then I would walk because my bartending job was just a few short blocks away from Tom Felicia. I would walk to my bartending job. I'd put on my jeans and my ripped t-shirt and bartend until in New York City, we were open until 4 a.m. Then I'd go back home, sleep for four or five hours and head back to Tom Felicia to work again for free. Uh, I learned so much and it gave me this idea for this interior design business. It gave me the confidence and the enthusiasm to start my own thing. And uh, so I don't discount those learning lessons, but there's a lot more available to you with online resources and other things. So explore a myriad of things. Oh, oh, and I was telling you a story. Oh my gosh, see, I'm getting old, Vincent. You're 14 and I'm 30 years older than you. But I went from Tom Felicia to my bartending job and the manager of the bar was a huge jerk. Like, imagine the biggest jerk you can think of. And that was this guy. He went by the nickname of Mogo. Ugh. I won't reveal his new name, but or his real name, excuse me, but Mogo certainly summed up my feelings about him. Well, anyway... Mogo looked at me 
as I, you know, came out of the bathroom dressed in my bartending clothes and had pulled a Superman changing in the bathroom every shift from my other job. And he said, Betsy, you're always going to be a jack of all trades, master of none. And, you know, I was 25. Give me a break. I'm working several different internships, finding different ways to embrace my talents, to not have to do a normal nine to five that I'm not passionate about. And it made me really sad to hear somebody say that, you know, working for free and trying out different things was a waste of time and I was never going to succeed, especially a embittered bar manager. Uh, so I think back to those times and I smile and I wonder where the hell Mogo is now. And I hope he <laughs> has um, taken his own advice and is not a jack-of-all-trades master of none. I wonder if he masters anything besides putting other people down. Well, Vincent, um, I hope you never have a manager like Mogo, but I hope you have lots of experiences. And if all your experiences lead you to interior design and you choose to follow that path at such an early age, you are going to have quite a springboard into a career that will be sped up, that will be highly successful, and that will be deeply rewarding because I find working with clients to be not just a professional experience, but also a deeply spiritual experience. I regularly get goosebumps when people tell me how I've changed their lives, and I regularly um, feel super rewarded just by moving someone's couch and making their layout and their home flow so much more beautifully. I hope you feel that too. All right, everyone. I am going to be talking to you again very soon. And I think that's all I have. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long day. Glass of wine, bad TV, and good old blue blankie. Talk to you later. Bye. You've asked for it, and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com.
If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.